You see, uh, you see, that's my secret, boys. I'm never prepared. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> that's actually right. unfortunately true. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I don't. That's I. I mean, Matt thinks you're joking, but I'm over here like, well, that's not a secret. I mean, this is no, I, I can believe true. it. You know, with any kind of podcast setup, you always just have to look for the person who does the editing. You know, of the show <laughs> to really get where the passion is coming from. I've done enough podcasts it's... to know, like, okay, I, I know who's who's making the trains run on time here. <laughs> uh, you love to see it. You really well, Spencer, do. you're the maverick. You know, ah, you're the, ooh, you're the, love the shine, yeah. you know, like Brit, <laughs> I just, I love your, I'm, I'm, I'm more, I'm more of the goose. Yeah. I'd like to be Iceman, but you're the Maverick. I'm the goose. I'm, I'm going to okay die mid season. Just so you know, oh, damn it. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a, I, I'm, it's not my choice. That's just how the movie hey, works. Brit, I, I just know. want you to know, I'm not yeah. going to continue this in your honor. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's no reason to, I mean, I feel like you're continuing it now in my honor. <laughs> Uh, pretty good pretty good do you guys even listen to the pikes or do we just like start guessing at what point during these 325 albums do you guys just go ah, that one was wild very proggy <laughs> oh damn you, know, you spoiled it, the podcast it, it, well at this point if if it weren't just like both of us taking like extensive notes and almost like challenging each other on how much we listen to the album there would be no listening to any music involved here. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would, we could get away with it, like, yeah. I would say on an Easy. average episode, we probably spend maybe a third of it talking about the albums. That's about right, No, yeah. I mean, you know, you gotta have other stuff in there, because I don't know if anyone wants to just listen to, like, 25 minutes of just talking about Buckethead albums. <laughs> well... As a listener, I say don't change a thing. I mean, Britt, you just keep being nasty. You know, you talk about like balls and pre cum and everything. And Spencer, you just keep like that magical voice rolling. You know, and I'm just yeah. like, this is this is it. I'm gonna skip this episode because I'm not crazy about your guest. But from here on out, you've got a dedicated listener. I'm happy to be here. Oh, oh, oh it's the best. I'm happy to have you. It's the best. So, um. I don't know. Should should we start? Should we get into it? Should we do our intro? Sure. Hey. Alrighty. Oh, I, w- I wasn't ready. It's okay. Oh, actually, yeah. B- I was too that, ready. We should we should we should, should uh, kind of give give Matt the breakdown so he can say his name. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah. And also say the the end part with us too. Okay. Perfect. So, all right. So, uh, Matt, the um the intro goes, and I'm just gonna say this out uh, and give you the rhythm. Hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 283 albums in his Pike series, and we're going to listen to them. Three at a time. This is Getting Head, a Bucket Cast. So, where you come in is going to be the, hey, I'm Spencer, hey, I'm Britt, and then you introduce yourself however you want. Okay. You know, Spencer will say the thing, and then if you want at the end, you can say, Getting Head. A bucket cast with us. All right, and then do I uh. say getting head a bucket cast, or do I just come in at, at bucket cast? Usually, just a bucket cast is okay. when I come in. But right. you can come in whenever you want. You can you can obstruct or just like yell like a maniac. Okay, that'd be cool too. Okay, great. Yeah, cool. Hey, I'm Spencer, and I'm Britton, and Since I'm. Spe- the- <laughs> I forgot. I fucked it up. God damn it, Spencer! I know you just we explained have- it. <laughs> 
Uh, okay. We have a guest in our house. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I, 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 you don't shit on hospitality. <laughs> okay. I can't read the script, so let me uh, put on my glasses here. Okay, right. here we go. Oh, yeah. Blame, blame it on your glasses there, Velma. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Let's do this. Hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton. And I'm special guest Matt Collins. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 283 albums in his Pike series. And we're going to listen to him. Three at a time. This is Getting Head, a Bucket Cast. Hey, welcome, bots, slogs, friends, and Bucketheads. This is episode seven of Getting Head, a Bucket Cast. I like that. It's fancy. It's slick. We have yeah, we have yeah. a we have a guest in our midst, uh, yeah. a, a comedian, Who? Uh, married partner, there we go. aspiring father. You know what? It's happening Broadcaster. now. Yeah, <laughs> the it, very I, funny Mr. Matt Collins is here. Hi, thank you yeah. very much for having me on the show, guys. I'm very excited to finally talk with somebody about Buckethead. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. But, <laughs> yeah, it's not but real. I'm, I'm flattered that you lied so convincingly. Who what am I going to talk to Buckethead with? My wife? I mean, she's holding our infant child right now. And then I'll be like, you know, do you know there's like a six foot six guy <laughs> who wears a Mike Myers mask and has a bucket of chicken on his head? Do you want to watch some YouTube videos of him? <laughs> he can play guitar really fast. Let he, me tell he you. He does yeah. nunchucks. <laughs> I mean,. Just do do what I did before this podcast and just talk to yourself in the mirror about him. That's the only way. It's <laughs> the only way. I spend a lot of time thinking about him and imagining him, and obviously that's something that he does better than I do, and that's why he has these 380-something albums. <laughs> he certainly does. He certainly does, yeah. You know, I like to think about Buckethead Land a lot. So, so, a lot of, so all of these Pikes albums, these albums we're listening to, right? Mm-hmm. They're technically like the moniker on the cover of each of these albums is Buckethead Land, implying that there is, you know, some kind of dominion over which Buckethead reigns, presumably. Uh, right. I like to imagine a lot of things happened in Buckethead Land. You know, there's storied history there. But we're here to infer it, you know. Yeah, I've always kind of thought of these pikes as kind of the concessions in Buckethead Land. Or the oh, soundtrack, yeah. you know, the the soundtracks mm-hmm. to Buckethead's different rides, oh. and each one of these oh. ride, you know, pikes is a different ride in Buckethead Land. I've done slightly more research than I should have about like Buckethead in my life, and I heard this story once from Josh Freeze, I think it was, like the drummer of a Perfect Circle, and you know, just a studio guy, and uh, yeah. he had a story about Buckethead who he would record um, his own versions of Disneyland ride soundtracks. So like the Matterhorn, mm-hmm. Buckethead uh, would mm-hmm. record his own version and then listen to it on the Matterhorn so he didn't have to listen to <laughs> oh Disney's version. That's, Whether, that's, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Ah, wow. So this is how I, I think of it is like, yeah, concessions or the soundtracks to different rides and what uh, wild rides they are 
Wow. I I really like that theory. Yeah, Matt, that, I, I think that you figured this out like way better than we have. <laughs> like, do, do you want to you you like, like take over this podcast? <laughs> Absolutely not. Like <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't either. <laughs> I listen to these three pikes and I do not need to do any more. <laughs> yes. Now you know how I've felt every week for the past three months of my life. <laughs> Hashtag bucket life. <laughs> Bucket life. <laughs> no, yeah. No. Um, yeah. Well. Okay. So. So. I feel like we should start with Matt. What's going on? What's your life? What's? Yeah. How's it good? How's it in, bad? In the like very specific, um, my life and my day to day, it's fantastic. No. No. Just. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh. I mean. Oh. I'm, I'm like. I'll give you like the small. Like my life right now. Every day is great. You know, I have a, awesome I have a loving wife. I have a brand new baby. I somehow still have a job that um, shouldn't even be a job in the first place. You know, like I, I continue to like go to a radio station and just be corny for a couple hours a day and then come home. Like my quality of life in this pandemic is really great. And I know how lucky I am. Amazing. And you know, yeah, uh, hashtag blessed over here. Oh, However, yeah. Hashtag bucket blessed. Bucket blessed! <laughs> <laughs> However, in the yeah. grand scheme of things, I'm awful. It has been nothing but terrible, and my, like, opinion of society has really mm-hmm. gone into the toilet. Oh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I was yeah. already kind of like a disillusioned sad boy from, you know, <laughs> way back. <laughs> Oh, and, I've seen your old bands. <laughs> yeah, right. And, oh yeah, uh, we we played many shows together. Yeah, and those were so much fun. And they were. And I thought I had problems back then. You know, like <laughs> I, I thought I thought I had a reason to whine. And like, oh man, you have no idea what's coming at you. And oh, yeah. it was just like, I don't know how things are there and um, where you guys are. I don't know. Do you guys talk about Seattle on this podcast? Is that I don't know. Sure. Uh, every <laughs> now and again. Yeah, I mean, like... Do you I have huge fans that are going to stalk you? <laughs> I hope so. That would make yeah. my life more interesting. Right? Then then I'd have, like, someone to watch me masturbate. Like, <laughs> oh. Maybe maybe willingly this that, time. That's wow. what I'm trying to do, dude. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm trying to, like, convince my wife every day. Like, hey, is today the day you want to, like, watch this? <laughs> Like, I got to put one in anyway, you know. I mean, I can just go sneak off to the bathroom at 1 a.m. like usual, or we can get this done now. Man's going to punch the clock. (laughs) Got to do it. I don't know how things are there in Seattle, but in Alaska, it's it's just gotten so much worse. As the pandemic has continued, we, you know, continue to have the whatever that right wing um, kind of thought process of you don't get to tell me to wear a mask or oh, go no. get blackout drunk at a bar right oh, you know we, we have a we have a word for that it's called um selfishness oh <laughs> yeah that's, we like to that call hits. it we call it independence <laughs> up here in alaska uh, real america real america <laughs> shit yeah uh, mm-hmm. that you hate to hear that I, i've heard a lot of that uh from friends that are still living up there you know and that would and that and like the local government and everything it's just like messed up as hell <laughs> yeah that was yeah. wild our um our mayor like got caught up in a sexting scandal 
Ethan uh, Berkowitz. From, yeah, that was that was cool. I mean, it was it was, crazy. It was something to talk about, <laughs> it right? Was cool. <laughs> it was cool. It was cool. There was Tiger King, and then there was this Ethan Berkowitz showing his butt to a news reporter, you know, a couple of years ago, and she thought that no. he was in like to some pedophile stuff, some like Pizzagate stuff was happening. Oh no! And the source was a cookie magnate here in Alaska, someone who like independently sells cookies, gave her the hot tip that her ex sexting boyfriend was doing things with like 17 year olds she goes on television well on, on facebook and just shows like i've got the story i'm gonna get an oscar she leaves a voicemail on his phone calling him all sorts of you know unfortunate things and then you know we just had something to talk about for a weekend instead of wearing a mask wash your hands please don't go to a bar and since wow. then nothing much has happened Dang, Buckethead God. could write a record about that. That's for sure. Yeah, right. Like yeah. maybe, maybe <laughs> we really just need like Jay Inslee to like suck a dick. You know, <laughs> mix things up. Like I'm, I'm bored of our politics here. They're, <laughs> they're boring. Yeah. It's it's wild up here, and I think Buckethead would do a great job. I think he would need Bootsy Collins. <laughs> oh, absolutely, uh, ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, speaking of which, uh, him and Bootsy Collins are slated to release an album together by the end of the year. Awesome. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you love to see Bootsy getting out there, Bootsying it up, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, what a what a great legendary weirdo! Any seventy year old that mm-hmm. still wears platform shoes, I am totally down with. I will so into <laughs> support anything they put out. Any person of any age who has multiple yellow leather outfits <laughs> is living a life. They truly are. Yeah, they live in a life. Yeah. And they're going to go hang out with their best friend, Buckethead. <laughs> right? Yes. Imagine how those two smell together, right? Oh, yeah, really. Like, yeah, interesting. Ima- imagine how a, a touring leather funk outfit smells. I like, somehow I bet- think it would be good, but now that I think about it, that would that would mm, bring an extra know. level. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one thing's for certain... You could probably smoke that leather jacket and get fucking bonanza high. <laughs> I'm going to snort the glitter from underneath his eyes. Yes. <laughs> it's, that, it's that bootsy powder, man. Yeah. It'll get you funked up, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, Britt, what's going on? Tell him, hit me. Oh, man. Uh, you know, I'm, um, I'm uh, pump- pumping the brakes a little. You know, I was... I was going hard on the the Riker stuff, but COVID is getting a little scary. It's getting so. fucked up, dude. It's getting scary. I know. It's so not I'm good. not like just like finding random holes to stick my face in. Yeah. This week. Uh-huh. Um. We'll see. We'll see what next week brings, but it's probably more lockdowns. And, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. I'm, I've been I've been staying indoors, um, just binge watching TV and stuff. It's it's cool, you know. Yeah doing this podcast <laughs> yeah we are doing that that's that that's you know yeah that's 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 kind of my life at this moment and i mean this is like the perfect time for this podcast and please take mm, this yes as the as the compliment that i mean it <laughs> like we need more pointless entertainment like this yes, yes. oh yeah no right I like it's that. important right it, it's a released it, oh, sorry mm-hmm. it's a release because like every time i look at the news you know it's it's horrible like it is complete chaos it makes me want to die it's like it makes me ashamed of existing it's just completely terrible all the wait, time wait that 
You didn't have that before? The shame of existence? <laughs> the shame of existence I feel like persists, that's something you're so born let me tell with. you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it, it just hasn't gotten better. That's really Truly. Weird. That makes sense. Um, no, but yes, like uh, things need to exist that only exist to be frivolous and mostly stupid. Yeah. 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 It's a good and then just to hear people who are kind of passionate about what they what they're talking about, regardless of the topic, other than like lying to the American public about, <laughs> yeah. dude, how fucked up is that? Like, just like, just complete like made up bullshit. Like, what the fuck? Constantly, it's I, constant. I just don't get it. Yeah, I hate to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. So, anyways, um, so that's all you've been getting up to, huh? Bray? What you you been watching anything good? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna save that for the recommendation section all at the right, end, fine. though. Fair enough. You gonna you gonna push me into using all my material? <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, it's hard to come by these days. How, how's uh, how's how's your life been, Spencer? Oh yeah, uh, you know it's a life, uh, as they say. Uh, they, it's they my life, do. as uh, <laughs> a lot of people have said in music songs, especially John Bon Jovi. Oh yeah, uh, he says that. It's, it's now. It's it's, it's, it's my life. <laughs> it's it's it's. Uh, no, no. So like work's been good. I mean, it's getting stressful with COVID stuff, honestly. Um, but they're just like limiting the capacity of the store more and more and more. And that's fine. Whatever. Uh, I still have a job, which is great. Uh, I, I requested some time off in early December just to, well, I'm going to do a variety of things, but like mostly just like, I don't want to be there. (laughs) So I'm just gonna take nine days off, not be there. That's a good idea. What do you like to do on vacations or staycations? What's your what's your game plan? Well, I'm not going anywhere, obviously. <laughs> um, but so oh, it's going to be a bait fest, am I right? Oh. <laughs> Don't you know it? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm, and by that I mean you're just going to watch uh, Jason Bateman's yeah. entire filmography. <laughs> Start uh, with yeah. Team Wolf 2, player. Oh, hell <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and Kathy Bates, both of them. Oh. It's bait, bait fest for real. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, no, so like my plan, honestly, is to build a bunch of guitar pedals and cool. film them with my GoPro in like time lapse mode, mm. and then have these videos of me building guitar pedals. Like I want to do that really bad, and I have a green screen. I'm gonna set it up, and I'm gonna like do a screen recording of me like googling dumb shit like Arby's bathroom, and like put that behind me while I'm like playing guitar in front of the green screen. Like I'm gonna do rad shit. I'm gonna do bad shit. I'm gonna do all the shit. It's gonna be dope. Awesome. And yeah. some and some sad shit. <laughs> oh, dude! Don't, oh, yeah, you can't don't forget fail the sad shit. I know. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I mean, we if, all. If you don't think all of that, that is a cry for help, I have not even listened to. But right. I'm into it. I am. I'm. I would. I will definitely be watching your build a pedal. <laughs> In an Arby's bathroom videos, for sure. Oh. Uh, yes. I will definitely be watching, too. Not the video once you make it, but you <laughs> at night while you sleep. Uh, yes. Well, of course. What else are you going to be doing? We're You'll in a lockdown. watch it. Anywho, we um, listened to some Buckethead albums. We did. Mm-hmm. Um, a handful We did. Of them. We listened to uh, Pike, Pike's 19... 20 and 21 mm-hmm. but you know what you're getting a little fucking ahead of yourself <laughs> oh yeah for the i forgot time. again you're right it's not time right. to talk about right. buckethead albums 
What time is it, Spencer? God damn it! Oh. Is it time for a bug it fact? It's time for a motherfucking bucket fact! Bucket fact, 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 All right, so, uh, Buckethead was born in California on May 13th, 1969, a day that has been shrouded in history as the May 13th incident in Malaysia, wherein widespread race riots left between 190 and 600 ethnic Malays and Chinese dead. (laughs) With the majority sucks, of the victims being Chinese. I don't like this bucket fact, man. <laughs> Damn. I I saved the cheeriest cool. one for Matt. <laughs> cool. Human history. <laughs> All right. Well, happy birthday, bucket <laughs> Like, when writing this fact, I'm like, this sucks. Anytime, this is- anytime anyone ever mentions bucket, uh, Buckethead to me in the future, I'm going to be like, oh, you know, the day he was born. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be well, that guy yes. who's yes. like, you know, David Bowie had sex with a 14-year-old, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's all these Chinese uh, victims, like, okay? It's important. Yeah. The Malaysian is incident? No, How many pikes have you... <laughs> the majority were Chinese ethnic Chinese bucket right? list. Like, it's, it's a bucket head it's <laughs> bucket head related alright uh, wow oh, yeah. wow uh, <laughs> bucket head bucket head bucket head yo 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 bucket head bucket head bucket head yo 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 bucket head bucket head bucket head yo 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 bucket head bucket head bucket head yo 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 so we listened to some albums um. <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> um. we listened to pike's number 19 20 and 21 and i don't know about you but i listened to 21 remixed as well what? Uh oh. I don't know. Uh oh. I, I didn't I, know. I guess we might just have to do an addendum podcast to this, you and me, then. Oh, um, did we talk about this? I forgot. We did. I, it's I feel all like good. we did talk it's about this. Good. I'm sorry. It's cool. Okay. I mean, even I heard about uh. it. I didn't do it, but I, I heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I'm, I'm going to be so surprised if, like, any of our guests actually listened to all three of these albums. Like, I mean, if you did, I am. I'm very impressed because, like, as someone who does this on like a weekly basis, these yes. ones at some point I was like, Ugh. like I got in the middle of one of them, I just got fucking drunk and like gave up <laughs> and had to finish today. Um, yeah, uh, I was I was at work on my lunch break and I was like listening to this and I was like, yeah, okay, is this over yet? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, so let's 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 dive right in then. Um, All right, okay. Wow. Uh, Pike 19 is uh, Teeter Slaughter from August 5th, 2013. Hell yeah. Um, Teeter Slaughter. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was all right. Okay. There were some parts um, here that I liked, for sure. Yeah. 
Uh, like there's what, some diversity here that I think is interesting. Right. What, there's uh, a there's a there's a song with a clean guitar mm-hmm. where he does double kicks really fast underneath it, and I think that that is pretty dope. That's true. And also, there's several uh, tracks on here that are like completely bass centered, which I found kind of interesting. You know, yeah, not something yeah. he does super mm-hmm. often. What uh, What do you think, Matt? I found it to be a very difficult listen. <laughs> um, and yeah. you know, like. And I'm, 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 of course, trying to go into this with a, with an open mind. However, what happened? A fresh to me, heart. A fresh heart. However, I thought that I like knew a little bit about Buckethead, but it turns out I'm just some dilettante who, like, oh yeah, Buckethead. <laughs> no, 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 I got him. But I was like, I went into this going, oh yeah, I know what's up with Buckethead, and I hit play on Teeter Slaughter, and <laughs> it was the most anxiety, <laughs> like, <laughs> having experience I've had listening to music in quite a while. I was like, I, did, ha, did I ever know Buckethead? <laughs> Have I ever listened to any Buckethead? Is this what Buckethead does now? What the hell is happening? Because yes. it changes <clears throat> on a dime yeah. so mm-hmm. freaking often. And yeah. I know that you guys have talked about like those Buckethead... Oh, oh, I, I can't think of a word right now. But like the things that Buckethead does all the time, like the kill switch oh, yeah. and blah, 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 blah. And oh, so, yeah, yeah. and so, I'm listening. Like, okay, the kill switch. I know this. And then 30 seconds uh-huh. later, it's a completely different song, and mm-hmm. I couldn't. I never could grasp what the hell was happening from one second <laughs> to the next in yes. 31 minutes. And perhaps yeah. that was the point. But for someone who hadn't heard Buckethead in a few years, yes. I hadn't really kept up with them. I was completely in the woods. Um, I did, however, really like that flamingo part in the beginning of uh, Teeter Slaughter Part 2, I think it was. And mm-hmm. then right after... I, I believe I wrote that down, yeah. Yeah, it was... Yeah, it's yeah. a harmonized tapping part, and then it gets really weird. Yeah, and it has like a cool like acoustic nylon break. string yeah. and uh-huh. yeah, distorted parts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So after Teeter Slaughter, I just decided to let Buckethead take me on this ride. I was, I was absolutely mm-hmm. not going to have any expectations because I didn't know what the second one would hold we'll get to that of course but oh, wait, 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 oh, a second. wait a second wait a second yeah uh, yeah were, but were, 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 were you were you not high when you listen to these no i was at work and i <laughs> oh dude i mean, like i don't have I much think... i don't have much time to be high anymore unfortunately yeah I got oh this, dude i got yeah, like okay. baby and i'm like I'm, oh i'm sorry oh, no, i didn't even think about that when inviting you like i mean in order to like at least kind of maybe get buckethead like the the least unenjoyable experiences I've had listening to Buckethead are when I'm fucking blitzed high. That that is true. However, I will say like I listen to most of these at work, and I listen to mm-hmm. most of them sober. <laughs> I know you're uh, you're not wrong. I though. mean, it's better at this point with the amount of like edibles you ingest. You always have a latent high, I believe. Oh, quite possibly. Mm-hmm. Quite, quite possibly. <laughs> Um, I really enjoy Buckethead, and like the first thing that I realized going into like listening to Teeter Slaughter is how much vision Buckethead has. It seems like he knows what he's doing, even it though really the does. album feels mm-hmm. completely out of control. And there yeah. were a couple of times where I thought to myself, "Is he even?" editing this at all or does he just program the drums it took me way too long to figure out that it was just a drum machine by the way yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the thing it, that, it is convincing so it, yeah 
the thing that gave um, it away was the the China symbol. Yes, like, like, yeah. oh, that sounds like garbage. He loves so, that so, thing. So, so, and I will say, like, at least for uh, this album and uh, twenty one as well, Spiral Trackway, like the drums are a lot better than they have been, and they sound a lot more natural. And I think a big part of that is he's using a lot better, um, like hi hat samples that sound just more human in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, like, yeah, like this, he, he's getting better at drum programming as this goes on, I think. And he's obviously I, I, yeah. virtuoso. Obviously. Mm. I mean, he knows what he's oh, doing. Yeah. He's doing all those really fast weedly weedlies. Like he's like, really like, blah, 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 blah. like really shredding. Like there, there's a lot of shred on this record, which, you know, right. I'm on record before being not huge about the chromatic shredding. It's fun, but it is, it does get tiring. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Um, that being said, like <clears throat> that part I mentioned earlier is actually in uh, part three, or where he does like clean guitar with like really fast double kicks underneath it. I think mm-hmm. that that is fun. Um, there's also like weird bass samples and like bass sounds like later on it, in the record. And just like interesting, kind of fun bass in general. Like the song uh, you're talking about, song three, um, it leads directly from the last song, and like the first thing it sounds like is a Primus song. <laughs> it's like I don't know how to put it, but it's like musically intentionally stupid. Like you know, like like you know, musically intentionally funny. Primus is maybe the most intentionally stupid band I can think of. Yeah, yeah, no. Outside of maybe Anal Cunt. <laughs> uh, mm, I don't know if they're intentionally stupid. They're just. Uh, unintentionally addicted to heroin and that's Ooh, a di- <laughs> maybe intentionally honestly <laughs> well i mean not anymore um yikes <laughs> unless he can get like a uh a six foot and three inch long needle I know. that was the worst joke i've ever heard <laughs> but it, but it helped me remember that the dude is dead while you guys were talking yeah, yeah, yeah. i was like okay all right ac definitely dead you yeah. want to hear my most unfortunate story i i hate this but this actually involves brit um so brit and i i believe i want to see in like 2010 like this was a long time ago i think it was 2010 um anal cunt played here Mm. at this venue called uh, El Corzon and Britt and I were gonna go we were gonna go and we were, we were hanging out that day too and we were like man we should go see Anal Cunt that would be kind of funny and then we were like nah let's just get high and get pizza instead and so we got high and we got pizza instead and we didn't see Anal Cunt and Seth Putnam died like a like a month later mm. it was his I, th- I think second to last show ever yeah. and like we could have gone to that he he performed the entire thing in a wheelchair. Wow, which that. is amazing. I, I think getting high and eating pizza is the more anal cunt thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's what Seth Putnam would have wanted. It's. I wrote a song. It's called "Seth Putnam's a Faggot." I'm gonna get high and eat pizza. <laughs> yeah, that's exact. Thank you. The the, I, I guess you wrote that song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. anal cunt from being like on LimeWire or whatever, and oh, you yeah. know, me and the other uh, idiots and the demonic squirrels were like, "We gotta find the edges, we can find." Yeah, of course. Like you, oh. you had to be edgy back then. I mean, like back then you got Rotten.com, mm-hmm. you know, all that sort of stuff. 
the something yeah, like, awful forums. Oh, something awful. Yes, absolutely. Something awful still rules. Uh, uh, <laughs> what, where, what is the where is the places for that? Like, what is the new band or group that like fills that anal cunt hole? Where like, n- <laughs> <laughs> you don't really want to fill the anal cunt hole. That's Let me, me tell I you. Fill the anal cunt hole. <laughs> I need to close this door. I don't want my wife hearing this. <laughs> Holy Lord. Do you remember? Okay, can I ask you a question, Matt? Mm, uh, do you remember a band in Alaska called Mutilated Hole? Yes. <laughs> they were like almost. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just thinking. I think I asked Britt about them, um, you know, recently as well. I think they were uh-huh. from Palmer, right? They that were. sounds right, yeah. yeah. They were pretty much the same band as Vicious Regress, I believe. I don't know um, that except one. I think, yes, uh, yeah, I, they I were like pretty much either. the same band. Uh, no, we, I mean, we we played with Vicious Regress, or maybe it was Mutilated Hole. They were like the same we band. Put, no, we basically. played with Mutilated Hole because I remember their singer being a creep. Like, yeah, I creep. oh yeah, because like, I don't like yeah, him. I remember like Chris like looked at his bass or something like that and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, it, was, it was weird. Yeah, literally he got pissed at me. Like that was no, the was thing. Like he, he was like drunk on something. Like he was real drunk. And like, I don't know what I did, but I was meth, like. Meth doesn't get you drunk, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's Palmer for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just like, that is an incredible band name. Like. I think it really about it is. a lot. It's so gross in a great way. <laughs> and they yeah. were gross enough to back it up too. Totally. No, they they were. were a gross fucking band. Yeah, they weren't they weren't fronting. Like they would just pile like Palmer inside of their two vans, drive to Anchorage <laughs> to do some real rough house like throwing bows in the mosh pit to whatever the dude was grunting out at the time at two AM. Yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah, no they Oh yeah. They wow, walked the walk. you really you really painted a picture of like 2005 Alaska in my mind. I know. Yeah. Wow, it's a, it's a <laughs> just curse. like a nah, like a, a Ford F one fifty driving from Palmer with a different color like fender and door. Yeah, the door is uh, like that, uh, mm. that like tan, you know, from yeah, even an yeah. even older F one fifty. Yeah. <laughs> because the the dude who owns the truck, his brother had stolen it for scrap uh, parts. Yes. For, yeah. For his meth habit. <laughs> classic. Uh, uh, so classic. I was thinking while listening to Teeter Slaughter, what should I be doing while listening to this album? Because obviously, yeah. what I was doing at the time was not it. It was baiting. I get it. Yeah. Maybe honestly. <laughs> You change Maybe. the rhythm, you just change your style on on a dime, but I was thinking that if this if this, you know, uh was supposed to be for a ride, a soundtrack, you know, what kind of ne- neck breaking experience it must have been like maybe the Gravitron meets um Splash Mountain or something like that. Okay. But Okay, I could see that. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't think I really nailed, uh, stuck the landing on that on that metaphor, but uh, you know. I'm here for it. Yeah. No, I, I totally get it. And actually, my uh, my soundtrack suggestion, what this would be a good soundtrack to, uh, might work with that Splash Mountain and Breakneck then, because uh, I wrote that this would be a great soundtrack to a sequel to 1993's Surf Ninjas. And wow. I don't I don't know why I wrote that, That's but I heavy. was pretty drunk when I wrote this. Yeah. 
And I was even drunker in the beginning of the next album. We'll talk about that. <laughs> For sure. But, uh, um, I wrote, uh, this reminds me of antidepressant commercials. I'm not sure why I wrote that. I was working at the time. Yeah, Surf Ninjas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Okay. Surf Ninjas is antidepressant. Uh, we also listened to another Buckethead album. Um, Pike number 20, Thaw. Thaw. Uh, my first note is two words. They're the same word. Mm-hmm. Uh, I simply wrote heavy, heavy in all caps. That's fair. It was very heavy. Uh, he made a one, sludge album. Like I well, wasn't he, expecting no, that. He, ar- he already did. Are you kidding me? No, but this is like the, the boiling most sludge. Pond. This is like a very real, real sludge album. This is the most the, sludge the bo- he's the got. The boiling pond was also very sludge. This one was a little more like DAW metal. Like it was, especially the second half of the album got a lot faster. Like the boiling pond straight yeah. up was much more sludge. Like the boiling pond. I don't pond, know. I, I think that every like, single track, I'm like, he stole a fucking corrosion of conformity riff. But you can't steal uh, yeah. corrosion of conformity riffs because they're two notes, and you can't steal two notes. Um, I love corrosion conformity; they're so good. They are at like playing Matt, two notes and bending them enough. Clean my wounds. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hell um, yeah! So by the time I finished teeter slaughter, it's like okay, I'm just gonna let this all wash over me. And yeah, of course, and as you do when. When you get to a certain age, you like you hit thirty two and then you're like, Oh my god, I like you too all of a sudden. And then <laughs> you know, you hit- I'm no longer mad at Apple for putting that <laughs> record on my phone. You know that Fuck, first No That first no, track was I will pretty good. Be mad at that. <laughs> you know I'm always gonna be mad at that, Spencer. That that yeah. song about it's- Joey Ramone was pretty good. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't get any further than that. I'm I, like Spencer. You know, I blame it directly on you. I wasn't even uh, directly okay, on mind. you. Yeah, sure, that's fine. I'll take it. I'll take directly. it directly. And then I, you. I'm Stephen S. Jobs Jr. You can blame it on me. Uh, yes, uh, Tim. Tim. Uh, Timothy Jobs. Apple. Timothy Jobs. Apple. Timothy Jobs. Apple. You fu- you done fucked up and gave me way too much Bono. I don't yes. know what to do with all this Bono. Yes. And then uh, you like... If you your Bono lasts for uh, more than four hours, contact the <laughs> medical profession. <laughs> so, like, I, I liked it because, like, it felt to me it was very, like, it was, he's obviously using seven strings. Like, it's obviously, oh, like, it's very... it's so heavy. It's so it's seven so string. It's so down So, like, one of my notes here says, reminds me of stoner dudes with beards and not Buckethead, which is a feat for, quote-unquote, Mr. Head. That's I wrote fair. that, apparently. So, <laughs> and I couldn't agree more. Uh, like, I'm, I'm on board with you 100% because, you know, eventually... I met a girl, I got married, I had a baby, and so with guys who look like me, you eventually really get into high on fire, for better or worse. As you do. Oh, high on fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. High on fire is good. I was going to say, the first half of the album sounds like super Caius. Yeah, sure. In a lot of ways. Sure. Like, it's very kind of like bluesy, metal, and sludgy. Yeah. The second half was, yeah, a lot more like high on fire, a lot more like double bass, uh, you know. Just a little, a little heavier, a little more involved. Yeah. Um, and then the last song was just like super pretty, and then turned into metal. But 
and then kind of like the last few riffs kind of reminded me of a Trivium song, which was weird because I haven't thought about Trivium in like a decade. Yeah, and dude. then just just to confirm that, I had to so, go back and listen to three <laughs> Trivium songs. Oh my god, and, uh, that's so funny you bring up Trivium, bro. Okay, so somebody got mad at me on Facebook the other mm-hmm. day because I said that Trivium is just a power metal band now, and then like he was like, "What, what do you mean, bro?" And I was like, they're, "Well, they're just a power metal band. I'm not even like saying anything bad. Like, what? I don't even care. Like, what, yeah. what is the argument here?" <laughs> I mean, they 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 are. I mean, they they focus a lot on like dual vocals now it's interesting i mean it's not something i care about at all yeah um but you know it's weird that that band's still around i like i literally haven't thought about them in like 15 years and they're on the radio that's how i know them i was like they're still on the radio okay yeah i mean they're not that must be why they're so popular yeah i guess so i was gonna ask if you were still working for the same station but that just Mm -hmm. confirms it yeah, <laughs> it is known now. I have uh, yes, yeah, I've been on Alaska's Rock 106.5 K well since 2004. Holy uh, that is an shit. impressive tenure, my friend. Thank that you. Is, like, I mean, yeah, wow. I, and so I have seen a lot of like rock bands come and go. You know, our, mm-hmm. our bread and butter is still Slipknot. We still play plenty yeah. of Nickelback. You know, mm-hmm. like Breaking sure. Benjamin's still around too. Oh yeah, they're they're banging about Lincoln Park. Yeah, uh, that was sh- the whole thing. Sh- Shine down yeah. is Shine down mm-hmm. still around? Are they still yes. making music? As a matter uh, of oh, yeah, I bet Chevelle is a big one. Uh, yes. Oh, Chevelle's however, earlier. I hate everything. That one still probably got that's crazy three rotation. Days oh, yeah. you're right. You're right. Right. Yeah, uh, Chevelle Shit, was uh, the red. I mean, you had you had the right connotation, but you have yeah. to go. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, red. I, yeah, yeah, I remember it was a rally <laughs> voice with harmonized vocals. That was, yeah. yeah. So Trivium is on K-Well now, and I can't even think about it in terms of power metal. Um, and I'm surprised anyone got mad at you. Did someone just like power metal, or do they like... I think they liked Trivium a lot, okay. and they they felt insulted by me describing them as power metal. And the reason I describe them as power metal is because they're, like, really, like, thrash light you know, but with a lot of double kicks and a, like a really sing-songy chorus, mm-hmm. and that just sounds like power metal to me. Like I, I like I know there's harsh vocals in like the the verses sometimes, but like not it just really sounds like power anymore. metal. To me. Like they're they've gone very mainly clean singing at this point. From what I've well, from what I listened to earlier today, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, it. It doesn't really have a big dick like power metal does, or I mean, I'm sorry, a big truck. Power metal does have that. Power big metal dick. more has like a big truck masquerading as a big dick, um, <laughs> and I, I'm here for it. Like you know me. Um. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I liked uh, I liked this album from Buckethead because one thing I thought about, you know, Buckethead can't do anything but Buckethead, right? Like mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. this. When you think about Buckethead. What does he play? In my mind, he noodles. He mm-hmm. does acoustic mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. really well. As a matter of fact, he's oh yeah, he, yeah, he's a beautiful guitar player. He can emote and he can do that extremely well. And then oh, yeah. and then he can do funk. But every time I hear him like play funk, I just hear Buckethead noodling on a bass. And so I'm like, yeah. eh, I don't, yes. I don't know if <laughs> he's really nailed the soul of of no. funk. But to actually hear him do a different genre of music pretty well and to like mostly fool yeah. me that it's not buckethead i would say that's a i would say that's a feat yeah and for sure honestly i think what really did this album and what made it so goddamn heavy 
besides you know downtune or seven string guitars is uh he plays an overdriven bass with i think a fuzz pedal on it too almost the entire album and it's so fucking heavy um and and he doubles a lot of the bass parts too oh god it Hmm. it's it's pretty good like sonically i liked this album i didn't love the compositions a ton but like the production on it and the heaviness of it, like it's very heavy. Yeah, it shook me. I liked it. It doesn't sound like Buckethead, like it, it I, or at least that first really. half of it, like no. doesn't really sound like Buckethead, which is cool. And I, I appreciate, I appreciate it when he can disguise himself. Yeah, it's quite nice. Um, um yeah. What? What? Yeah. Uh, what? What? Um, what were you know? What? Uh, what do you think this would be like a good soundtrack for? Uh, you know, this sounds like the soundtrack to like a TNT, like a made for TNT movie. Okay. Where there's like dudes like walking away from explosions and like punching other dudes while they're all like sweaty. I get that. You know? Yeah, very, very cable badass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cable badass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> That's what, all what? I can think about now. That's. <laughs> yeah. No, and so actually, like, my, my soundtrack lined up perfectly with that. Uh, I wrote. I mean, your your big note was uh, heavy, heavy. Mine was just fucking unrelentingly heavy. Uh, I said, uh, it would be great soundtrack for a stupid cable show that's like a mashup <laughs> of Son- Sons of Anarchy and The Walking Dead, where there's, like, yes. rifle bike gangs that run, like, zombie... Zombie bike gangs. Like, or, yeah, like a zombie bike gang versus a regular bike gang, or, like, zo- or like bike gangs that, like, <laughs> run, like, zombie protection rackets and, like, protect people from zombies and shit, and, like... That's so stupid. I, I love how stupid that yeah, is. Yeah, I, I know. It's, it's stupid, honestly. but you know, like, you know people would watch that show, and that's why I hate America. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm gonna yes. I'm gonna grab wow. a beer and pee real quick if you don't mind, just a sec. Yeah, go for it. This is this is this is where we make uh, transition music. Well, Brit, go I down. like you that transition read. music. Which one of you does that? It's all Brit. Okay. I don't. Oh no, yeah, we, we, we got things we, to do. No, no, we both do it. Um, so oh, okay. I, I don't know if you've listened to our episode, Spencer, but like, I just <laughs> use uh, entirely music that we've made together. Or made separately. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, it's I love that. like, I use a bunch of, like, dry beats that you've given me, and then just, like, Wizard oh, nice. versus okay. Wizard, or, like, uh, Prism oh, songs, cool. shit like that. Oh, yeah. fantastic. I love yeah. that. I haven't, I haven't listened to them all. Don't, Don't worry about it. I, just, I heard okay. that! I'm not going no, yet! No. <laughs> So where do you work, Spencer? What do you do? I work at the Apple Store. I'm a genius at the Apple Store. Oh hell yeah, dude! It's such a good job. <laughs> like straight up, yeah. it's awesome. Awesome. Like it's super good. Like the benefits are amazing. Like the pay is super good. Like it's super chill. Like I get like it's easy as fuck to take time off. Like my responsibilities are basically like whatever I want. I have like very little oversight. It's amazing. That's <laughs> like cool. I really cannot complain about it. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and I live eight minutes from my job walking. Dude. So I walk to work every day. It's fucking great. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. You're living the dream. You know, you're like, totally. you're in a cool city. You know, I was in, um, you're in a cool city. You live mm-hmm. close mm-hmm. to work. 
Yes. I mean, it doesn't get much better, honestly. It really doesn't. Like, honestly, like, dude, it's an amazing place to live. Like, Seattle's been really cool. Like, there are things I miss about Alaska, but, like, Seattle, like... Nah, you don't, you're not I missing can't... anything, dude. Yeah, yeah, Seattle's dude, cool. it's cool as fuck. Like, I, at 2 a.m., I can order a 32-inch vegan pizza to me. Like, yeah. and someone, some dingus is going to drive it to me. I can just type some shit into my phone. It comes, it shows up. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's amazing. I think I just heard like, you referring to a member of the working class as a dingus. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm about to get syndicalist. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anywho. Uh, no, no, no. It's super cool. Like, uh, I, I really have enjoyed living here. And, like, when I was playing bands, it was super sick. Like, because playing shows down here is so fun. Like, there's so many venues to play at. Like, there's so many, like, different scenes, you know, that are all, like, active and healthy. Right? Like, nah. I was playing in, like, a. <laughs> Well, not anymore, but like, well, you no, know, no, I was going to say the there's shows a, lot, were happening. a lot of scenes that are active and toxic as fuck. Like, sure. I, I mean, like, not necessarily socially, but like people show up at the shows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was playing, I was playing bass in a post-punk band for a, a hot minute and it was super, super fun. Like the shows we played were super cool. We played with like other post-punk bands. We played with noise artists. Like we played with uh, cool. indie bands and like experimental bands, like all this sort of shit. It was really wild. Like I'd never been in a non-metal band, honestly, before. So like, when I was doing this, yeah, it was... Yeah, you were. You were a member of DTRM for like... <laughs> One yeah. song on one and, and right, that's you true. were with Andrew. You were the oh, Wang dance floor the- master oh, yeah. force. Yeah. Master force. Yeah, you guys should get that back together. By the way, I thought so, you guys. Wang and I have made quite a bit of music together. We're actually working on an album together right now. Oh, that's right. It's a thrash album. Hell yeah! It's very exciting. Um, but yeah, we should do we we did do a song together uh, last year. Um, I forget what it's called, but it's on his most recent record, which is about to come out. Cool. It's so good. It's super rad. I produced it. I actually produced two songs on his new record. I think. I'm pretty sure. And then I did a guitar solo on another song. But anyways, yeah, Wang and I are still doing shit together because he's amazing. Mm-hmm. And yes, and, uh, hell yeah. All, all three of us did a song together that's actually featured on one of the podcasts somewhere. Really? What? Br- Tell me. Bring Lube. It's a wizard versus wizard song. Wang is on that Wang song? Wang plays trumpet, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Oh my God, that song is so awkward. It's, it's so weird. It's kind of a cool song. It's fucking like, weird, bro. It's so like, weird. I, I love you it. sent that to me. You're like, yeah, I finally finished this song, and I listened to it, and I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. You did such a like competent job, but this is so uncomfortable it to is, listen to. It that, is literally that's about the point. just having anal sex. The that's the whole point of the song. I literally, I, I, I mean, and I it's cu- very graphic. I cut a clip into the beginning from like an anal sex, um, like instructional video from some British <laughs> woman, like telling you how to have anal sex. And I, I give like, there's a breakdown in the song where I explain the difference between silicone and water-based lube and what, yeah, what you is. use them for. I need to hear this. Please it's send a, it to me. It's a cool song, Spencer. You shut your mouth. <laughs> I didn't say it wasn't. I just said it was uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. It's lovely. It's yeah, you got to use that exact, lubricant, dude. Exactly. You can't use the water you, you base. Gotta. Don't no. use the water base. Yeah. No. Use use your lubricant. Didn't uh, Guns N' Roses write a couple albums about that? <laughs> one and two. Use your <laughs> one and two. Yeah. Use your lubricant. <laughs> <laughs> Big anal sex fans. Guns N' Roses. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> big anal sex fans. Yep. Karma, Guns, Guns and Roses. Roses. <laughs> Izzy Stratton always liked to go down to Brown Town. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. makes me wonder when uh, Buckethead was playing for them. Did he automatically like sign up to be really into anal sex, or was he into it beforehand? Before, for sure. Really? I don't know. Can I think you... Buckethead's beyond that. I think he's. I, I, th- some I other think he shit. is beyond sex. I think he's beyond, like, yeah. I think he's beyond putting his penis in anything that breathes at this point. Whoa! <laughs> that paints an image, bro. <laughs> Maybe he straps a dildo to his headstock and you know, just kind of noodles around with that. I don't know. It's uh, a dildo head. His rated X brother. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a Jason mask on. If they did make like a porn parody, it would just be called Fuck It Head, right? <laughs> We're just getting head. <laughs> All right. Well, we might be onto something. Here we when are. this podcast blows up, please make fuck it head shirts. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. <laughs> it, it'll yeah, it'll just be like our logo, but Buckethead has a monster, monster dong. Like we know he does. Oh, well, yeah. It's, oh yeah. But but like the head of his penis is just another KFC bucket. That's incredible. Oh my god. But it's turned on the other end. You're so smart. That's so good. Wow. Oh my goodness. And his schlong also has like a yellow jacket on it. He's also doing the robot and playing with nunchucks. It would be cool if like his dick was playing a tiny guitar as well. With an even tinier like dick next to the guitar, it just keeps on going down forever. <laughs> Incredible! What poor artist can we subject this on? Fiverr, just fun. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Hell yeah! Then make a yeah. YouTube video about it. Like I asked fifteen Fiverr artists to make F- me. Fiverr is the <laughs> but, weirdest. Like bucket heads, infinite cock. <laughs> That, Actually, yeah, that's, is, that's is that, the title. Is that a sequel to Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist? <laughs> oh, oh my god. Uh, Avengers Infinity Cock. <laughs> Infinity Cock. <laughs> Bucket Avengers. Uh, Buckethead and all of his friends, you know, like the guy from. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, Bootsy Collins sure. is there. They're all fighting each other. John Zorn. <laughs> Axel uh, Rose shows up and then just leaves. You never go full John Zorn, Doc. Like That's too hardcore. Too hardcore Zorn. Well, Zorn's a butthole guy. We know this. This is no. Oh. This is established. Zorn only plays the saxophone because he can stick the reed in a butthole and make a toot. <laughs> That's why he got the MacArthur Grant. <laughs> He's a genius. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what can I play that butt? <laughs> Quick, get this guy $35,000. He needs it. It was, I mean, it was a, it was half a million dollars. They gave him half a million dollars because oh, he's shit. weird. Like, uh. <laughs> Cool. He loved to see. I that. do like John. <laughs> so good. Yeah. John Zorn more than anyone deserves the MacArthur Grant because it's for like so you know controversial or weird geniuses can keep doing what they do, 
And I will say that much about the dude. He is a weird genius. <laughs> I uh, I love saxophone. Uh-huh. I don't pretend to understand John Zorn half the time. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. John Zorn is the music you put on when you are running from the... <laughs> from the... the uh, what is it? Uh, oh, man, I lost it. Never mind. John, John Zorn is the music up. you put on when Buckethead starts to sound like pop music. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Wasn't Sun Ra a, a saxophonist as well? Like, is there... Did he play well, saxophone? Isn't he a, he's, he's a band he's a leader. He's Yeah, he mostly, I think, okay. did keyboards for his band. Um, oh, all right. I don't know. My mis- he I, might, he might, that, he, like, I think he does play saxophone as well, though, and trumpet, I want to say. He's, yeah. he's like, more of just, like, a band leader, though, and uh, okay. acid doer. <laughs> I think, I think Fair, more oh, than yeah. a band leader, he is, like, the band's, like, chief drug dealer, which makes him, like, the de facto band leader, because... That's what Sun Ra albums are all about. Is like, whoa. He's got that blow. He's got the yayo. Oh, he's got he's got all the drugs in. Oh, yeah. I, I I imagine he has like a tackle box or a toolbox like you use for like <laughs> bait and tackle or. or yeah, uh, opens <laughs> up his clarinet, you know, case like El Mariachi or something. Just all <laughs> there you go. Dime bags, yeah. and everything. It's there just, you go. Every horn he has is just filled with bags of drugs. It's, <laughs> it's like, let me That's play the saxophone. Like that. Oh, that sounded like a John Zorn. I went, oh, I love the ketamine in the horn again. <laughs> we listened to another Buckethead album. We did. Boy, did we. we. Can't get... well, boy, did we. Wow. Uh, Spiral uh, Trackway. Pike number 21. Released on September no, so 3rd, be- 2013. Before we talk about Spiral Trackway, mm-hmm. we need to acknowledge the fact that, Britt, you and I have now listened to at least 10 hours of Buckethead this year. At least. So, uh, yeah. I'm just marking that milestone now. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, because every so, album is, on average, about half an hour long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've definitely listened to 10 hours yeah. of Buckethead. Yeah, that's uh, nuts. You guys should like take breaks or something, or like do an episode <laughs> that's like buckethead related. You know, I don't want yeah, you guys getting we, burned out. We've been out. talking about that. So yeah. yeah, we we've been doing that. I think that maybe we should do an album of the year podcast where we just talk about albums that came out. Oh, that'd be year that'd be good. That'd bit. be good. Yeah, like maybe each of us could submit five albums to the other person. I like that, we yeah. listen to them, then we talk about mm-hmm. them. That could be fun. It'd be album of the year spectacular. Yeah, yeah. It's a Dracula spectacular. And then we can get like guests in for like just a minute to just talk about their favorite album from the year. Oh, I like that. And then we'd be like, "Cool, I didn't listen to that." And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> go away. My favorite album is still Lynn, Steal My Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, cruel world. Bang. I'm going back to 1996. Bang. Perfect. <laughs> you love to see it. Uh, so. One of the first notes that I wrote about Pike number 21, Spiral Trackway, mm-hmm. um, was, LOL, this sounds like KMFDM. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck mother... I mean, at, like, at part? Motherfucking Depeche Mode? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, there was only a part in one yeah, of the early songs yeah, I was that sounded say, like that. Like, it does not, parts, it does not parts keep of that it trajectory. Kind of do, but yeah. Overall, yeah. this album is kind of... I mean, it's... It's cool, but it's also a fucking mess. 
It is if so If you thought diverse. Teeter Slaughter was diverse Ooh. and wild, let me talk to you about Pike 21. Yeah. I, Spiral Trackway. I um, thought I was just, maybe I'm just like dumb and old or something, but I was no. like, is this dubstep? <laughs> oh, there's a, there's some dubstep in oh, there. Yeah. For sure. There's, there's yeah. a lot of everything in this album. Hashtag bucket step. I... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's a lot of weird in here. Yeah, I wrote, there were several notes where I said dubstep, question mark, exclamation point, exclamation point. <laughs> it's like but this came out in the dubstep era, right? It did. I mean, yeah, so, that, has the dubstep era ever ended? <laughs> Good point. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, it I did. Mean, it definitely well, did. kind of. <laughs> I mean, uh, would, would so, you consider this in the genre of, like, KF Skrillex? Oh, I don't know. No, that was. Too, I think Skrillex is no. slightly better, isn't it? You know, like yeah, it's certainly better. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. I mostly what? just like listen to the corn um, dubstep, like EP. Oh me, oh, there me you too. Go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I listen to that whole album. It's a garbage, garbage, garbage album. It's yeah, it's so much fucking garbage. But it's like really fun to listen to. In kind that, of, kind oh of yeah, like, kind of. I, I think it's quite enjoyable. Yeah, every song is like this is dubstep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I was listening to this. I was like, did Buckethead listen to the Corn album but not really yes. get it? <laughs> so I think that he did. I think he did because like there are a couple of riffs on this album where I was like, wow, nice new metal riff, Buckethead. Like there are yeah. definitely new metal riffs on here. Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely like a lot of the riffs in here were somewhere between like butt metal, butt rock, and new metal. It was all very like early two thousands chunky i mean decent but like i don't know one thing that it's, I think, a, it's a diverse record one thing that i think that sure. really stood out to me is like starting on track four and pretty much through the rest of the album he uh he starts using a very different sample pack for his drums and like it's oh, yeah. made up almost entirely of both 808 and 909 samples um which, a lot of electronic drums on this one. yeah yeah which uh kind of backstory that was uh Roland TS-808, Roland TS-909, respectively, were, like, super, super influential in um, in early hip-hop and early, like, EDM and uh, techno and house music, respectively. And he's got a lot of that on here. In fact, he's, um, one of the songs, he actually has, uh, what was it, Symphony of the Seed. He has uh, some of his drums doubled with 909 parts, which I think is super interesting. And that one has my favorite uh, new metal riffs, actually. Symphony yeah. of the Seed. Favorite new metal riffs on this Buckethead album. Mm-hmm. It's not a, not a, not a bad song. Um, I mean, a lot of these songs aren't bad. The whole album altogether, though, is like... It's a lot. It's a lot to take. There's so much. I mean, it's only... The song's eight... Uh, this album's eight songs, but it felt like... I mean, you you, you could have broken it up into like forty different songs easily. Um, yeah, but straight. I liked I liked that he stuck with the motif though that it was here's Buckethead trying electronic music and I and I'm sure he's yeah. done it before, mm-hmm. but I've I don't think he's done it in this kind of like aggressive way where it's I've discovered dubstep and there was that part in the like the middle of the album where those boom 
you know, whatever that dubstep sound is, the, the thing that yeah, yeah. sounds like a light bar or something. He used that for like mm-hmm. melody for a little bit. And I was like, oh, finally some melody on a Buckethead album. And I like that he stuck <laughs> with the motif. At least I could understand yeah. what he was going for rather than, you know, teeter slaughter where everything is just, it, you know, he just shook up. He's such a good guitar player that he takes all of these riffs, he shakes them up and just pulls them out, you know, at random, seemingly. <laughs> Hell yeah, totally. And like, there was a lot of parts in this on this record where I was like, I'm not sure if that's an actual synthesizer or just an effect on a guitar or bass. Uh, there are a lot of parts like that. There are like noticeable like real synthesizers and noticeable real like guitars and bass, but there are also other parts where I'm like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> Ooh, wait, are are y'all ready? Um, this this album is like if John Zorn tried to make Skrillex music. <laughs> and John Zorn's like, I can make it better. I can make it John Zorn. <laughs> Zorn step. <laughs> Hashtag Zorn, Zorn step. <laughs> Hashtag Zorn wave dog. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, you I know, love that. Like, uh, Buckethead seems to have such a childlike way about him. Where if, if you took eleven year old and just made him really really good at guitar, <laughs> yes, exactly. It seemed totally. Like, I like nunchucks and I like doing the bass. <laughs> That's what I want to do. You know, like I would love totally. to see him tackle maybe like a vaporwave where where that yeah, itself that is yeah. nostalgia. You know, as a soundtrack, mm-hmm. right? You know, yeah, so like, totally. I would like to have him reach back for an electronic music that is current that is steeped in nostalgia and i thought i think that he would maybe do something interesting with that because at least it would slow him down a little bit i think that's where buckethead really excels much like john five whenever john five plays um country guitar Mm -hmm. he's like fantastic at it It anytime buckethead plays an acoustic guitar you're like i'm like oh my gosh this is actually yeah. interesting because so, so we have the same reaction like every time he like brings out like he, anytime he does like an extended like acoustic sequence we're like oh my gosh so good so good yeah. like, and we just like start getting all stoked about it and like it's funny because yeah he, he does just have a way about him when it comes to like emoting mm-hmm. and it's interesting that he chooses to not in a lot of circumstances like i feel like that's interesting at least no mm-hmm. At the same time, I feel like a lot of his fan base really does prefer the shreddy metal stuff. Uh, and that that's fine. Whatever. You know. And he does have a fan base. I was listening to Teeter Slaughter, and oh. I'm like, who the fuck listens to this? And, <laughs> He's yeah, got no, it wasn't Teeter. A it, fan and then base. I looked at, yeah, yeah. And I looked at the YouTube video I was listening, and it had 17,000 plays. I was like, <laughs> all right, well, I'm obviously in the wrong. <laughs> this yeah, fucking yeah, head like, guy is doing music, pretty well. Yeah, and it's got it's like music a- for. Buckethead colon music for someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. It's like I mean, Buckethead has I think been incredibly lucky, but also I mean, the dude is obviously incredibly talented. Oh yeah, uh, but he's sure. also been incredibly lucky to be talented and weird and uh, present and consistent enough, uh, and I guess relentless enough too, because he's never stopped making music. That, you know, his fan base, I think, has really found him in a way. And, like, success has found him. I don't know if he's, like, you know, sought it really heavily, other than that he just doesn't know how to not make music. And, you know, he ended up playing for, like, one of the biggest rock bands in the world, uh, even if, you know, they're dumb. 
I mean, I think for better or worse, Buckethead can't be anybody else but Buckethead, right? right? Like, right. and that's and that's what draws people to him because he's, in my experience, he's never been anything other than what I see, what I hear. You know, he's the guy in the yellow jacket, blah blah blah. And then he gets hired by Guns N' Roses because he's obviously an amazing guitar player, and it just doesn't gel because Buckethead's still going to be Buckethead, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Dude, th- some of those there's I remember watching videos of Guns N' Roses like right when like Chinese Democracy finally came out. So this would have been like 2010 ish, right? I think that's when that came out, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, I remember when that came out. I remember watching videos of like Axl Rose with like the new Guns N' Roses lineup. They're playing the new songs. Buckethead's there, and it's just like Buckethead's just being Buckethead. Like he's wearing the bucket. He's got the mask. He's yeah. just being Buckethead. And like I remember just being like, "Cool, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yep. I love this." I I like to imagine like Buckethead backstage with Guns N' Roses and someone just yelling at him, "Dude, can't you just be normal? Can't you be fucking cool? What's up?" Like I, I envision yeah. Buckethead having all these weird rules with his backstage yeah. rituals, you mm-hmm. know, maybe uh-huh. not not great at socializing, right? right. Like I, that's yeah. that's I'm yeah. just putting a lot of that on him, obviously. Right, right. But I For don't sure. see Buckethead being a great band member, and that's maybe why he's able to crank out so many albums. But I mean, he, and, he was yep. with them for like three or four years, like yeah. touring pretty consistently and he's on almost every single track of that album and he's credited with writing i think like four of them so okay that's very interesting it is like i don't know i wonder what that was like like, clearly we know buckethead's like ability to just crank out fucking music Mm -hmm. so like do you think that he made a bunch of songs and like sent them to axel rose and was like hey which ones do you want like or did he like come in and like work on songs that were already in progress I mean, like i'm like, just i'm so how, curious how is, how like, is it i mean i'm going to i'm going to pose a question to you that's going to illuminate it how was it being the member of the band who is just hired because you're the most talented guitarist they know <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> um, how how was so that spencer that, that's a situation i've been in quite a lot and uh okay so in my experience being like a hired gun lead guitar player typically you go in and you work on songs that are already in progress so that's always what i imagined he did but i i guess seeing more music from him i guess i don't know like because clearly he could just sit down and crank out a guns and roses album in an afternoon clearly like this is within Buckethead's. I mean, a- anyone who can play an instrument could. <laughs> uh, yes, but you have to have very specific skills in order to like make it into reality, right? Okay. And clearly, Buckethead can do this. Yeah. Uh, so I just wonder. I don't know. I mean, like, but in my experience, yeah, typically they're like, "Hey, here's the songs. Like, you're gonna do solos over these parts. Let us know when you're done." <laughs> yeah, that's about right. And like, and yeah, I, I, I can I, see that. Yeah, he has solos yeah. on I think like eleven out of the twelve tracks on the entire album. So, and if you remember listening to Chinese Democracy as I, no you one know, does, a whole, no one does exactly. <laughs> but I kind of remember it, it. It just I remember it being kind of chunky. You know, it doesn't really mm-hmm. flow in any kind of way. I, I remember it being bad. I guess is what I'm saying. And so I'm, I'm yeah. my theory is that like Axl Rose was just kind of like data mining you know riffs and ideas yeah. from 
the you know the carousel of people that he hired for a week and then fired you know mm-hmm. kind of just trying to grab as much from as many people as possible mm-hmm. but maybe it all came from his head you know i don't know you guys should make a mm-hmm. chinese democracy <laughs> podcast should i would we? like to yeah, yeah actually we probably should um i need to i need an episode on that yeah i need an excuse to re-listen to that um album. yeah let's do that let's do a bonus app yeah wow. yeah so we talk about chinese so democracy here, here's fun. the thing so um something i think uh, me and spencer need to do that i just uh, informed him about so Every Friday the 13th, no matter what month it is, um, oh, yes. Yes. Bucket Bots, which is what Buckethead fans uh, call themselves, um, celebrate you know, Buckethead Day. And mm-hmm. they okay. do it in various ways. You know, they'll either, like, mm-hmm. buy a new pike or, like, you know, share Buckethead music with folks or whatever. I heard that as pipe, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> Buckethead pipe. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, it, uh, <laughs> a new pipe. As I yeah, they go, spark a it, fan. they go spark it outside Guitar Center. You know? <laughs> <laughs> In Buckethead's honor. <laughs> um, I mean, no, I don't. I don't want to have to share it with the fucking guitar techs there. I'm not going to do it outside a guitar. <laughs> yeah, set. they're just going to come out and be like, "Hey, bro, hey, what's up? A, is that a is that a sativa dog? I don't, I'm at work, so I'm you know, <laughs> fuck, fuck off, guy. <laughs> you only play an E standard. Get out of my face. Yeah, yeah. And so every Hell Friday yeah. the 13th, you guys are going to release a special episode or something. I I, I I think that's a good idea. I think we should have a, a, a buckethead idea. day. And like a weird addendum one. I mean, we've already been doing like weird addendum and, and bonus podcasts. Um, I love the lore, you know. Like, I, he, yeah, Buckethead has such a clear vision of whatever this is that's in his head. It's not clear to me, right? It's probably not clear <laughs> no, to a lot of no. other people, but he knows exactly what he's doing. Right? When he says Buckethead Land. He has some sort of idea. And there, and and it's yeah, a place there's, there, that yeah. he's describing. There's so in much music. behind this, and I, I actually, honestly, Matt, I, I might have to like adopt this idea you've brought to this, like, yeah, what, yeah, go what, for it. What, like, what I really ride think you Buckethead Land, like, is this a song or a soundtrack, dude? That's that's a beautiful, yeah. like, very, I don't know, like, uh, I, I think you, I think you got head in a way that we have not yet. <laughs> Well, that's why you guys have like guests on, right? I mean, it's too close to you guys. Oh yeah, you can't no. see the forest I mean, through the bucket trees. It's true, it? true. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, bucket trees. I mean, Spencer's dumb, but I'm a fucking Truly. idiot, and so like, you know, it's like between the two of us, we're not getting far here. I mean, like. <laughs> You made it out of Alaska. So the, the, well, you know, so. let me tell you this. Two bucket heads are better than one. <laughs> that's that's true. I'm like, really, the only way we're actually getting head on this podcast if I is if I start doing a lot of yoga again. So <laughs> Um, I thought true. Yeah, I thought the third album was fine. Like I thought yeah. it would be a grid. It's like um, the soundtrack to like Four Loco if they got together with <laughs> Xbox and they came That's, out with their own. Yeah, no, no, it was it, it was scattered. It was definitely <laughs> scattered. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was so like I couldn't think of what it would be a good soundtrack to. Like it's just so, like it's the- so much. It's like so many different things. 
all at once and separately. Uh, sorry, what were you saying there, Spencer? Oh, nothing important. I was just going to say I agree with Matt, and I feel like the dubstep really, like, pigeonholes it into, like, a, like, gamer, like, (laughs) fucking some kind of dumb, like, early 2010s, like, buy this Mountain Dew four loco cross promotional thing and get extra skins for Call of Duty in Xbox 360, like... That kind of shit. Okay. Yeah, you know I can it, feel it's that. the soundtrack to get a, a star tattooed around your elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! I I, I just wrote. Uh, this would be a good soundtrack to uh, injecting meth into your dick. <laughs> I don't. Man. I don't know exactly what I was thinking, but I'm gonna. That sounds like a time. You know, that sounds like Palmer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. It's getting nicer, man. You know they got a Sonic out in Wasilla now. Wow, <laughs> a drive-in? Shit. The mm-hmm. only thing I yeah. ever got there before was drive-bys. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and, and arrested several times. <laughs> well, cool. Congrats uh, on getting arrested in Wasilla. Hey, you know, only the best of us, right? H- have you guys seen? Buckethead in concert no. by any chance? No, I would do that I, at the drop of a hat. Oh, like, me I too. I would. Sure. I would love to. He plays here a lot. I, like I'd, I've had a lot of opportunities. I'd actually to do see it him, at the, a drop of a bucket. <laughs> wow! Wow! Well, yeah. Okay. All right, Britt. Okay. Um, that was a. That was a. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> uh, yes. Any. Anyways, like. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think we need to talk about something here. What's that? Wait, recommend me something. Oh well, that was that was, a, that was an awkward segue. <laughs> I thought you actually yeah, wanted to talk about something, <laughs> but no. Um, so uh, you know, I'm actually going to defer. Hey, hey, Matt, do you have anything yeah. to recommend us? Sure, I would recommend to you the new season of The Crown, a show that I have not watched at all, but my wife <laughs> is absolutely obsessed with it. And so when she nice. when she watches it, I'll like play Binding of Isaac or something like that. And nice. Then I'll come back right. out to the living room and I'll have like my AirPods in and I'll like pretend to be listening to a podcast or whatever. But yeah. I am completely engrossed in the crown. <laughs> <laughs> However, and I haven't I've hardly watched it, but it's about like the Thatcher years in the UK, oh, and, and it features okay. a What's lot her? of. Hmm? I'm I'm sorry. There, there's supposed to be an actress in there that's absolutely phenomenal. Oh, it's um, the uh, Scully from the X Files. She plays Margaret Ooh. Thatcher. Oh, does she? Oh, wow! And fuck. and you would never recognize it. Like she is an amazing actress, as w- we already knew because she's been in a bunch of stuff. But she's great mm-hmm. as Margaret oh, yeah. Thatcher. And the music in the show, they use mostly like a lot of the two tone ska that was go- like the specials what? and stuff like that. What? It, that. That's the soundtrack because so much of the Scott that time was anti Margaret Thatcher. So they use that a lot. Huh. And I am someone who doesn't like Scott. I was very like against it when I was, you know, young and stupid. But now so, I'm So you're you're the type that would buy those checkered vans and then like color in the white checks so it would be just all black. All black. You know it. Yeah. That's and, the then I, and then I'd shit put like airwalks on the I'd write airwalks on the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. The most anti Scott you could right. be. Yeah. Sketchers. Yeah. <laughs> But I've been like kind of 
ingesting a little bit more ska recently because the world is such sure. a terrible place and <laughs> just i need to pick it up i guess <laughs> i think this and is like really the most good. nihilistic <laughs> argument i've ever heard for listening to ska which is really the only argument for listening to ska i think right i have a pet theory where if you know somebody who bicycles all over the place if you know a bike person mm-hmm. their uh, favorite music is probably ska uh, because, actually, because, that's not so. I know. I mean, uh, at least in Seattle. Okay. In okay, Alaska, in I could see that. Seattle people, yeah. everyone who bikes everywhere listens to Beach House or Mumford and Sons. And that's it. Oh. Those are the only two bands. I don't know. I've met a lot of like <laughs> scuzzy bike people that listen to just like whatever. It's just, like dirty music. Okay. Music that's for dirty people. Oh, like crass? No, like like fucking death grips and shit like that. Sure. Hey, are you like, kidding me? Like death like some very clean people listen to death grips. I guess that's true. Yeah, but are they really they're living w- death grips? Yeah, see that's what I mean. Like these bike people I know they're they're existing in the death grips universe much more authentically. I don't yeah. know. I feel like I am very much in the death grips universe. Yeah. I totally. get 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 got 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 got. All the time, mm-hmm, time, 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 time. <laughs> I mean, I am the beast I worship. You know, that's, like that's, I'm, <laughs> we all must be. Honestly, <laughs> I'm the bucket I worship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the bucket I give head to. <laughs> cool. That actually sounds rad. I will have to check that out. Yeah, that's pretty the, cool. the crown. The uh, I mean, it, when it comes down to it, isn't the crown really just the bucket? Whoa! <laughs> you think about I'm sorry. That. I didn't know if we're like if we're supposed to hate all these jokes. Or <laughs> <laughs> no, we're supposed to hate the jokes. <laughs> no, no. It's generally, I'm sorry. My my instinct is just to be like, yeah, good job. Brett. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no we're, we're not. We're we're not like a legitimate radio program like you're used to. Like we don't actually say things that are funny here. We just say <laughs> things that we hate each other for, and I edit half of them out. Dude, that's radio. That's <laughs> no, no, that's podcasting. I edit them out. <laughs> that's funny. Like uh, you love to see the it. the thing is, like if you edited out all the parts you hated, it would have just been the and Mark show. So, <laughs> damn, <laughs> that is a joke for people who won't get it. I'm, no. I'm gonna edit that one out, but it's it's a good joke for people who do get it. I understood it, and I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, you know, we've all we've all worked for Bob Lester in some way. Have <laughs> you? Did you work for Bob ever? I mean, you Wait, know, we we played like at his blues club a bunch of times and shit. Okay, so, yeah. I yeah, mean, okay. we we all have okay. in some way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's on the whole. It's just crazy how radio is the stronghold for Republicans and conservatives, and so I'll like walk down the hall. And I'll just hear somebody be like, "Don't wear a mask," you know. Like Wait, two, yeah, because uh, you're a group of people. you're in the same building as what six fifty or seven fifty. Um. Yeah, like you know, KFQD. Like, I, I, yeah. there's a news station there, and you know, what, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not something that I have to do, thankfully, because I just talk in between Chevelle and Slipknot songs. And, oh, you know, are, are, just, wait, just trying to be a goofball. Are, are you uh, like like post uh, morning show now? Or are you like? The... Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. No, well, I where hated are you? The guy I was. I'm in the afternoons again. I got okay. to go back to the afternoons. Because... Oh wait, wait, wait! You're you're porno Brad now. 
Yes. Yeah. I'm <laughs> I am porno Brad. And I did the mornings for a little bit, and it just wasn't. It just who wasn't who I was at no, all. Like por- porno it was Brad good. is the sweetest gig, dude. Like yes, it's a great gig. I'm very lucky to have it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's I mean, you deserve it. You're a you're a you're a fun personality, a good talker. I appreciate that. I'm happy to be here. I mean, and get to talk to anybody. You know, like I know, uh, right? Forever. Like it's weird. Oh. Yeah. What, what do you do anymore? You you hang out. You watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. You like you just I don't know, you goof around on video games. I don't know. Like I don't do shit. Like I I have like all I don't know. Yeah. Right. I, I do weird shit. Oh, yeah. that's what YouTube is for. Yeah. That's why you got to make yeah. those building a pedal videos. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there you go. Spe- speaking of watching, just hanging out and watching shit, I didn't recommend my thing uh, that I uh, was me. talking about earlier. What you got? Um, in <laughs> in the past week, um. I've watched uh, 24 hours worth of uh, The Expanse. Oh, it's so good. It's Isn't so it amazing? Good. It's so fucking it's good. So I've watched good. all of it. It's amazing. It's so good. I, I'm I actually, on the fourth I actually read uh, now. a couple of the books, too. It's fantastic. Oh, the fourth season no, is so it's fucking just, good. It's dude. an incredibly well-made show. Just like, uh, yeah. it hits, it hits yeah. all my sci-fi buttons. Uh, yeah. And like, I've heard, honestly, the new season of Star Trek Discovery... Has been universally like loved by fans and critics alike, and so I'm 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 willing to get back into that. But like the end of the second season kind of burned me, so I'm like I need I need to try something else. And the Expanse is so doing good. it doing it for me, doing it for me. It's so good. I'm glad you finally checked that out. Yeah. It's so fucking. It's good. very good, very good. I'll have to check that out. I we watched it a little bit, and I couldn't get past Thomas Jane's fedora. And, oh yeah, I mean, the, I, I know, I'm a lady. I, I was just it's, being, I was just being a dick, obviously. No, and uh, no, that's okay. I need to give it another shot, though. Because I get it too. I need to. Yeah, it, because it's because good. I, as as both of you know, I used to be the fedora in the band. Oh, for sure. I I actually have a picture of you and I where you gave me your fedora to wear, and I'm wearing your fedora. Yikes! But we're like sitting next to each other. It's a. I'm weird sure you're ashamed thing. of that. You're like, what am I eh. wearing on my head? What is that bullshit? I, That's I, you not know, a I'm not bucket. Li- <laughs> 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 it's a lid. I, you know, and I'm not like that person who's trying to be anti like um fedora because i'm trying to be cool or anything i just wasn't gelling with this whole um you know private detective in the future thing yeah yeah i I think i was just being wrong that's all no no thomas jane honestly until thomas jane in the first season is not the best part of that show and be careful it, about spoilers here. Yeah, but. It, it really like it 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 kind of veers away from him being the absolute like the center of the show. Okay. And All uh, right, well we can leave we can leave yeah. it alone. I'll I'll, I'll get it, to it. It definitely We have nothing but it, time. It just keeps getting better straight up. Okay. Like Yeah, no, honestly, like it gets much better yeah. in the second season then it just keeps getting yeah, better. And, and, I highly recommend and, it. And Thomas Jane's character becomes a really cool character hat included. Like the okay. hat, the actually, hat even he does actually become yeah. Cool. The hat even like almost makes him cooler, which I will never say about a fedora again in my life. <laughs> what if you saw Joey DeMaio, the bassist from Manowar, wearing a fedora? What would you say? What would you feel? What on his dick? Just on his either <laughs> head or dick, dick head, buck dick head, um, fedora head. No. 
No, let's just well, abandon What a different right band that would be. Wow, these pikes would be so much different. He would have like a whole yeah, acid jazz saxophone part, right? If he was having a fedora, it would be wild. So, so John Zorn is what you're saying. Yes, you're okay. right. And then Spencer, you what, what should I watch? Recommend oh, something bro. to me. Uh, or listen okay. to. Excuse me. All right. Okay. Or, or so, snort. Or oh, actually, wait, wait. Can I can I give one more recommendation here, real quick? Oh God! <laughs> Fucking ketamine rules, y'all. Holy shit! I'd never I've done never ketamine uh, before, like the last week or so. But I had a friend over from uh, San Fran, and uh, it's a you know a kindness for letting her stay here. She left me with a nice big bag of ketamine, and um, whoa. Yeah, sounds cool. Or, uh, what do you do? It, well, is what do you do on, what do you, what do you do, on <laughs> do you listen to Buckethead? <laughs> I have not yet, but I mean, do you yeah. sit on the toilet and stare at the pages of Mad Magazine? What's the you know, <laughs> what do you do? It's it's funny you mention that because I've got like at least like twenty four Mad Magazines on the back of my toilet. He actually does. No, like literally. This is real. No, so straight up. So the back of my toilet, like, is really like emblematic of exactly who I am. It is nothing but back issues of Mad Magazine, Jacobin, and Anarcho Syndicalist Review. It's just like uh, uh, a hard, hardcore leftist revolutionary who thinks everything's a fucking joke because it is. It's on brand. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, so the other day, uh, I watched a film, which I think both of you have probably seen, mm-hmm. uh, but I haven't seen it in a very long time. The film I watched was Purple Rain. Oh, so and good. Well, so good in, wa- in ways. In ways. Goodness. In ways. Yes. The music. The music parts are amazing. Oh yes, like the performances, amazing. Mm-hmm. Like the, the like live music performances aspect of it, amazing. Like iconic, even. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Prince's character in the film is a fucking dick. Oh, he is. <laughs> but like, no, like, um, but I'm I'm rooting for Morris Day the entire time. Oh yeah, and Morris Day is also a dick. He but is, he's but like he's a cool dick. Slight, yeah, he's, he's so cool. cool. He's like, he's so into himself. Like, he is the ego, Prince is the super ego, mm-hmm. but also, like, low-key abusive, because his oh, father's yeah, yeah. abusive. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. he's, like, fucking with this girl. Mm-hmm. He's being a dick to this girl. Yeah. It's super Doesn't his lame. mom, his dad, that. like, beat his mom to death or some crazy shit in that movie? Or what happens there? Uh, I, th- I think that his dad dies somehow there's like a break-in at his house oh, is that it dead, dead. I, don't I was really high when i was watching uh, it uh. um i don't really remember that's a- uh, i just like the parts that i remember are the parts where prince is on screen playing guitar being sweaty he looks super hot his whole band is like fucking amazing yeah yeah it's, they are it's really like iconic God, and like really is. like it's an amazing time capsule of that era Mm-hmm. It's uh, super amazing. I highly recommend watching it. Yeah. Now Prince Just Prince is super hot. He is he is the type of twink I'm into. A little a little hairy for my my taste, but like you know he's a he's a tiny oh, yeah. boy. He's five two, but with that oh, big yeah. old junk, like I'm here for him. <laughs> what was that? 
What's that sound? I don't know. Matt, some stuff has been going on in Matt's end. There's been like a dog Whoa. and a wife. Whoa. Wow, you're echoing. Everything is echoing. Everything is echoing. Wow. Oh. Check it out. Matt's hanging out with his, his, his little Matt. Small Matt. Small Matt, yeah. I think. Okay, it's cool. Well, it looks like it yeah. paused for now. Um, That's cool. It's good. Looks like we are. It's just you and I. I think it is. Yeah. Um, it's okay. What else? I, I like. We pretty much finished it. Oh, a hundred percent. No, we 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 got near. We got a hundred percent enough material for that. I can at least edit his beginning part into the end uh, for that. But what else also, is going on, dog? Oh, dude, not much. Uh, should we do the end thing and then we can? Yeah, yeah, chat. yeah. One sec. Let me uh, let me pull it up real quick here. Yeah, yeah. Google documentation. <laughs> Google documentation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, wh- where are your papers? Your Google documents give. <laughs> <laughs> Please leave that in. <laughs> are, are you are you an alphabet citizen or no? Are you are you a, a, a an Apple foreigner? Uh, Google Docs. Um, anyway, if you'd like to know more about us, you can visit us on the web at gettinhead.biz, uh, or we just put it up on Instagram, uh, at bucketcast. You can visit Spencer at New Metal Karate Society on Instagram, and, uh, New Metal KS on Twitter, and you can visit me at, at the Queer Goth in most places. Yes. Uh, anyways... This has been Britain, Ryan Straw. And I'm special guest Matt Collins. And this has been Spencer. You've been listening to Gettin' Head, a bucket cast. Stay greasy, bucket bots and bucket heads. Namaste. All sex is enhanced by extra lubrication. But if you're indulging in a spot of anal play, lubricant's absolutely essential, as your anus isn't self-lubricating. Using a specific anal lube will ensure you have the most pleasurable experience possible. It should definitely be in your toy box if you're planning on using anal toys or having anal sex. Yo, all these homies acting like they on the fence. The argument has no pretense. My disbelief is in suspense. The low-rent philosophy has no effect on me. And I don't see how I can rebuke these claims. They insane like a clown posse. Like, Freddy, you can't stop me. Now from getting fucking hot like August in Atlanta. When I'm up and turn yellow, just like a banana. I'm behind them trees like that General Sherman. Whip out my peewee suckers, just like Herman. I'm like, bring out the girl. What? Bring out the boys, what? bring out the drugs, bring out the toys Cause with all the smoke we're poppin', all the shrooms and dabs are poppin' Yo, it's getting pussy poppin' and the body's never stoppin' So come on girls and dudes, don't be prudes Get this body poppin' and bring us some lube Water and silicone if you use 
sex toys You want to get the water based But it doesn't last as long And I don't like the taste And I like to taste that shit After I come in day face But I kiss that shit freely So they call me Space Ace And I wonder if it stings With my face full of mace When I'm cool there's no clues Yo I don't leave a trace Like Arnold if you see me coming You've been erased Taking this shit to no new elevations I'm escaped from LA I'll start track generations We'll never be the first But still the people come to see us And we rolling into green Just like we driving a Prius Yeah, even George Soros Don't see C-notes like D-notes We prevalent in jazz like accidental Shopinos Which is still a C to me But homie, that's how it's wrote for insurgent like societies and virgins to pain But I maintain that I never mean to hurt them Unless they wanna hurt, unless they wanna squirt In which case, I post these finger bang, no bother to alert If that hole is not wet in a second, I bet we can try some KY And it will not be dry, and then we can sin And I can stick it in If Fiona's riding my baby tonight, I'ma have my way with you I'll bring the sex, if you bring the everybody thanks for listening we really appreciate it if you liked our podcast or even if you didn't like our podcast we'd love for you to go please rate and review it over at apple podcasts that's uh how we get more listeners and i i don't even know how it works it's i, I was just i was told to do just 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 fucking do it please 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 god damn it